We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jack Ramsey's Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague. It is a Jack Ramsey's After Dark that features Brandon Sprague. Dun what? dun dun dun. What? I can't believe it. This is what happens when you tip off at five. You get the uh, the early bird special uh, audience tends to show up for the Jack Ramsey's After Dark. Well, and even then, it, it's a five o'clock tip, and I'm like, oh, it's already almost eight o'clock. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers win game one of their six game road trip, one twenty eight, one twelve. Uh, that is a lot of points. This is coming off a 133-112 shellacking of the Timberwolves, uh, which is following a 124-118. So, and actually before that, the Blazers scored 120 against the Nuggets. So they have scored 120, 124, 133, and 128 in their last four games, in case you were wondering how good the offense is running. Uh, yeah, we have a lot we can get into from this game, but also it helps when your best player is going for 35 every game or more. Like, I think it's over his last four, he's averaging 37. And I literally just tweeted this out. It's unbelievable what he is doing right now. He's seven to 14 tonight from three. The, the collectively as a team, I mean, we said this on our live watch party, Danny. Uh, the numbers backed it up, but we were we were taking note in that first half. Like, that was the cleanest first half we've seen all season. The offense was crisp. Just- Disgusting. Passing was was money. Guys were hitting their open looks. They shot 60% from the field for the whole game. That was a hell of a performance offensively that we saw from Portland tonight. couple housekeeping notes here real quick. Uh, as good as Damian Lillard has been, he's averaging 38 points, essentially, or 37.3 or something like that over his last four, shooting 50-50-100. Pretty good. Um, this is not the best stretch of his career, four-game stretch. I just tweeted it out. In January 2020, he averaged 40 four eight and four on yeah. 50 47 88 shooting i remember that run that was a crazy run Woo! i believe there was two 50 point games in that stretch i think it was two 50s a 36 and something else mm-hmm. if i remember right um but dame is dame dame is dame is dame uh he is just back he is there physically mentally i asked him about these games like this coming easier to him where everything is just simple and makes sense. And it has so much to do with, he's got 10 years in the league. He's in year 11, the mental part of it, everything is slowing down, but physically he has the capacity to do it. 
but the difference is the demand is not there. He doesn't have to go 40 for them to win. No, I, I, it almost looks like, Danny, he's playing within the rhythm of what, what's presented to him. Like, his shots. And look, I was at the Denver game. He made some incredible shot making in that game. But these threes, he's in some long threes, some deep threes. He's hitting them off screens. He's just kind of – he's just jiving with what they're doing. Like, he's not hunting. He's not hunting. They're getting him open looks. He's, you know, feeling confident in his shot right now. So he's taking a few shots when he just brings the ball up the court. He, the important thing for me is not only that he's dominating like this, it's that, you know, for players that start to get up in the age a little bit, Dame's been dealing with some calf problems this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's been great for him to be sitting in games that maybe he wants to play and the team's like, no, no, not so fast. Because I think he looks as fresh as he's ever looked uh, in the last, like, two years. And I, I, you just want to keep seeing him go out there because you know, that's the last thing we want to see is more calf problems. And he looks like a confident player who's not worried about that. And that's huge for me. It's a guy coming off two in, you know, two similar injuries mm-hmm. on different legs and going out there and playing with that kind of confidence. That's what I love seeing right now. Uh, quick reminder, like, rate, review, subscribe, help us grow the show, whether you're watching here on YouTube Live or you're watching the replay. Click, click subscribe. We're trying to get to 5,000 by the end of the calendar year. I'm, 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 I'm a little disappointed. We were, we were really ramping up, and it's kind of – people were a little iffy about the team, and then, you know, I had a little COVID break, and everybody's like, oh, it's Jack Ramsey. So we, we cranking out content like we used to? Yes, we are. Also, come to the live watch parties. They're fun. Yes, please become a member. Uh, I, I, I opened up the game tonight to everyone. I might do that for one more on the trip. So those that can't be a part of it normally can. Um, Dallas, but, well, we got to evaluate this. Should it be Houston or Dallas? Because it depends on what Dame's doing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, maybe like Dallas, get, you get Luka. Houston, but Houston you get you, maybe record. You may, maybe get the record. Maybe we'll do it if the record's up up uh, for grabs. Okay. That'll, that'll probably be the way. Uh, Bradley Kiss says, how cool would it be if Dane broke the record in front of Clyde in Houston? It's looking like it's happening. He needed to average 36 for that to happen. He got 37 tonight. I would love for a guy who actually claims to be a Blazer to break it in front of a guy who played here once and just didn't care. And Clyde has endorsed Dame. He has. I think he's like, good. Stop talking about me. <laughs> I read it a bit like that. Um, because he's Houston through and through. He hasn't, he hasn't shied away from that at all. Five slamma jamma, Houston guy, played at Houston, won yeah. a title in Houston, all that. But whatever. This is about Dame. This is about the Blazers right now. Yes, it is. Um, there's one moment in this game, or one period in this game, uh, again, where the Blazers defensively lapse. That Third quarter? That third quarter again. Yep. It, this was a problem last year, or in yep. the, year, in the end of the Terry years. But recently it's been the second quarter. Their first half tonight, with the exception of a little bit of a spurt, where I thought the Spurs just hit some really good shots on the interior, was about as close to flawless as it gets offensively. They were incredible on every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nurk was incredi- incredibly physical. Um, I-, I really liked how he established his presence on both sides of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame obviously cooking right out of the gate. I mean, everybody just looked like they belonged. Dane was five of eight in the first period, uh, 12 points. Uh, Ant with nine. Shaden, we got a strong first Shaden shift in the first quarter, three for three. Uh, just the the ever expanding parts of his game. He works a little side DHO with use of Nurkic, hits the pull up, gets the 
unbelievable lob finish. Switch hands. Switch hands and packs it down. Man. I mean, it's just he's showing you a little bit more. Maybe he's past that rookie wall that guys hit around Christmas and getting his second win. Well, how'd you like uh how'd you like old Shay Shay tonight? Yeah, I mean it, it's you know, it's it's a kid that obviously is still learning game by game, but he he's starting to kind of figure this out and I think he's starting to understand this is where I need to be. This is what they're looking for me to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he hits a shot, it's a game changer. He's not going to have a night like this every night. But this was he was one of the great stories tonight, Danny, because I thought of people who got high level minutes. So obviously not counting the very end there. Yeah, I really don't think anybody really had a bad game. That's how good they played tonight. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they weren't perfect. They had their lapses. But if we're talking just strictly offense and production, I thought basically everybody that got valuable minutes tonight, including Shaden, contributed in a big way. So Shaden doing yep. this, it's it's huge for them. I said this on the live watch party. I think they can win all six games on this road trip. I know they probably won't. The odds are kind of against them a little bit here. It's a long road trip. Um, but getting a start like this and your rookie comes out firing and feeling confident, yeah, I mean, it, this is definitely what you want to see post going into that slump that he had for about two, three weeks. Got a question here in the comments, and I – I'm going to get into this a little bit. Might as well get into it now because we're talking about the defense. Uh, Denny, yeah. any word from Chauncey as to why he puts Grant on elite guards at the end of games? Because he's really good at it. That's the answer. <laughs> I know some people don't like hearing that. Jeremy Grant right now is the fourth-rated defender uh, in points per possession and pick-and-roll ball handler, guarding primary ball handlers. Fourth. For all of this, he navigates screens really poorly. What's he doing on this? The only times Jeremy Grant really gets beat cleanly by these very good guards, or like there's the Bones Highland step back against Denver and Jamal Hurry step Jamal Hurry Jamal Murray step back fadeaway in the corner. Like you can be mad that they didn't foul to kind of shift uh, that possession up. You don't get mad when elite shot makers hit elite shots because if that were the case, you would throw basically every defender in the NBA under the bus every time they play the Portland Trailblazers. Because Damon Ant are going to sit here and torch guys night after night. Keldon Johnson, good defender. Is it Was he bad tonight because Dame had 37? No, great shot makers are great shot makers. Well, I guess I asked this question for the crowd that's brought up Jeremy. Um, the, my only problem with Jeremy really was on that Murray possession. Not that we need to relive it, but like if you he, get he bit the, the drive. Trouble, yeah, you, you just yeah. you gotta you gotta force the two there. But um I would say most of the noise that I've heard, I don't know about you, but when I when I see it or hear from it, it feels like we're all just taking it away from the Denver game. Is is there is there other moments that like really stick out for people no. with Jeremy Graham no, on guard th- play? I, th- I think that one like is Jeremy the best guard defender in the league? No. Well, no. Has he been really good at it this year? Yes. Also, Bones Highland hit like a 35-foot three in it was that a step game. Back, it was a step. I literally, I sent the video to another video coordinator. Of I, 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 I ripped all of the synergy clips of, of this is, I, I, I peek behind the curtain. I'm actually working on a video of literally all of Jeremy's, every time he's been quote-unquote beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, in pick and roll coverage, I've I've got thirty nine possessions, I believe, where it's like beat. Yeah, almost every single one that he's been beat is in soft switch coverage, or it's an it's an incredible shot by a defender. 
There's well, I mean, there's three or four, like yeah. it's about ten percent of the plays where Jeremy just makes a wrong read. But that's that's basketball. It's unfortunate that the the uh, Jamal Murray one happened. But if you go through all all of his stops, sure. it's like yeah, no, he's been because he's six nine and so long. Even if he doesn't navigate stre- screens that are that like Mikhail Bridges, his ability to contest as a trail defender mm-hmm. is one of the best in the league. Like he, he's he's a guy who can be out of position and be okay because he, number one he doesn't foul. Number two he just kind of has that ability to kind of contest uh, naturally. He's he's just a good defender in that nature or in 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 that vein. Um, but yeah, that's 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 something I'm I'm gonna drop here relatively soon. I, it, hopefully, I think they have a two day off window one time on the road, and I'll probably do it there. But well, one, I, I I just I just feel like the Jeremy thing is I mean. I was at that Nugget game, and the shot making know, was obscene. The shot making was obscene on both ends of the court, but like the Murray, the Murray play, okay. But the Bones Highland three, I mean, I I couldn't believe he shot it. I I don't recall seeing that dude shoot those kind of deep threes, and he he wetted it. So, like we're we're pointing to one game as our example here, whereas like I think for the most part, there's really not that much to complain about, in my opinion, with him. You're also talking about a league with like extremely talented, gifted shot makers. You know, d- does anybody that guards Steph Curry get raised and talked about <laughs> from their opposing fan base? No. Sometimes no. you just got to look and say, yo, Jamal Murray's really stinking good. Mm-hmm. And listen, Jeremy's the first one. Listen, I will. Jeremy and Dame were heated after that game. Jeremy knew he made a mistake. It happens. It happens. So for for those wanting the numbers, Jeremy Grant defensively, and again, synergy is not this end-all, be-all, but you can grab the video and kind of go through every clip and see where it stacks up. Yeah. Opponents are shooting 41% against Jeremy Grant as pick-and-roll ball handlers. 41%, okay? Their effective field goal percentage is 46%. Those are both Mm -hmm. well below league average. He's fouling them 5.8% of the time. They're generating free throws 8.7% of the time. They are scoring 35% of the time and turning it over 21% of the time. All of this comes together for Jeremy Grant holding opponents to .767 points per possession defensively. Yeah. And if you and again, he has 103 possessions according to Synergy. That's, I believe, when I looked last night, was in the 84th percentile. And there's only, I want to say, six guys in the league that have defended more pick and rolls as final possession. So shot, turnover, foul, basically is what you're looking at. An actual registered event. Then Jeremy Grant. So he's getting the volume while also getting the results. Are there points that you can be like, that wasn't great? Yes. Yes, there are. Is there significantly more evidence that he's been very good in that side? Yes. And I thought he was very good in that vein again tonight. Yeah, I did too. Well, I, I think it's as simple as asking this question. When was the last time they had a Ford that could do this? Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> in, the, in the Dame era, honestly, and he, he did not get the love he deserved for it. LaMarcus was a very good defender. 
Sure, Lamarcus was but, a great, defender. but he was not a guy that you. Lamarcus would switch on two guys. You're not sure. putting Lamarcus on guys. Strong difference. Very yeah. strong difference. Lamarcus also had a lot of the Duncan thing. Called him a four, but he was, he was also five. in a lot of ways a five. Yeah, no, he was he was Kevin Garnett in in the. Ah, no, I'm not seven foot. Yes, you are, Lamarcus. Shut up. You're seven foot, two hundred seventy five pounds. Shut up. <laughs> so, um, back to this game in general. I thought they came out with the right attitude. I thought they came out again with the right game plan. I've heard a bunch of people complain about Chauncey's game plans over the last week or so. Talked to all the players about them. They felt the game plans have been fine. They haven't executed. I thought tonight, and even uh, uh, the last game uh, against the Timberwolves, I thought yeah. both first halves, they came out and said, mm, we are not going to screw around. We are going to punch you in the face. Offensively and defensively. We're going to dictate to you. Sure. And really tonight, the only, the only like notches I'm writing on the scorecard of like mm, this needs to be cleaned up. Third quarter defense where they got too sloppy, they allowed the Spurs back in the game. They didn't execute on either side of the floor, and the bleepity bleeping turnovers. And yeah. and it's not the team; it's Dame. I'm not a big call out Dame guy, but he was air mailing passes tonight. Yeah. I think he finished, what did he finish, well, six, six da- turnovers? Da- no, Dame and Ant combined for nine. Nine. Dame nine. had five, Ant had four. I, mean, I think 17, Ant, Ant had yeah. two dead ball turnovers, a charge and I think a loose ball foul. I think all of Dame's were passes. Oh, okay. Well, and, and, I, that's, I mean, and that's the thing. The live ball ones was what got San Antonio back in that game. That was, it's so uncharacteristic of him until this year. I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I've seen this a little bit from him, and I know he's talked about this in different moments, but it, it is something that's a little unusual to see coming from that guy. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not pretty... been there his whole career. This is like a no. new thing. This is Well, also, it's such a different team. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to give the guy an out here. Like, I, he'll probably tell you straight up, like, I got to stop doing this. But I feel like when you play with a group of this many athletic players – there is a there's an element that changes for you here. You're used to kind of throwing it to different dudes. I'm not again excusing it, but I just I don't know how else to explain it. Because a guy that's played this long in his career suddenly doing this, it's super weird. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So you kind of wonder where it's coming from. I mean, overall as a team, this is their big problem, right? Their defense isn't perfect tonight. It wasn't perfect. Their third quarter defense was dreadful. But it, it's the turnovers for me, man. They just they have too many possessions this year. And watching every single one of these games where you're like, eh, throw away, throw away, throw away. And, you know, two, three possessions later, that huge lead is cut by six or nine. or And and before you know it, here they are. They're stuck in a game again. Like, this shouldn't have been a game at all at any one point. No. But their defense and their turnovers, they come back to bite them. And, and that's the unfortunate part about this this squad this year. Otherwise, I mean, you have nothing to complain about on the offensive end. That's for sure. No, they are humming on a level... This has been brewing for a couple weeks, and we saw it. Here's my theory. Chauncey wanted to run this Clippers version of basketball where everybody's equal opportunity, and you have multiple playmakers, and it's a little Spursian, a little Warriors-y, mm-hmm. and it's this beautiful brand of basketball. You can't do that when you have pick-and-roll guards. Now, you can go to that sometimes, but Chauncey wanted to put more structure around it than those two guys in particular want. 
because they want some freedom to work because Dame's the best pick-and-roll scoring guard in, in modern NBA history, and Anthony Simons is right behind him. And I think Chauncey, when Dame went down, saw Ant do what he did, which mm. was, listen, without Dame, I'm an okay floor setter. I'm still working on being a point guard in the NBA. I can't be the lead guard for all 37 minutes I'm out there. But in order to take the burden off me, I need to be able to play the way that I need to play, which is I'm going to hunt mismatches and pick and roll. And if, a lot of people like go, that's ISO. No, it's pick and roll. You're... You're finding the weakest links and attacking them. And Ant showed, even shorthanded, they could win games like that. And Chauncey was like, well, shit. I, they're delivering. I got to give them yeah. a little bit more leash. I got to give them a little bit more leash. And if yeah. they get off it, I'll put them back on the track. Dame comes back. Mm-hmm. And now Ant's initiating. Jeremy's initiating. Josh is initiating. And Dame is... Dame is not only coming in from behind the defense, but he's starting on top and looping around, going into floppy sets, running stuff that's a little bit more Steph Curry-esque. The last three games, or last four games Dame has gone off, what has been the consistent, Brandon? Catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. He's not right, left, hezzy, hezzy, tween, tween, nope. inside he's out. Gone. No. It, yep. is, it is quick, boom, quick, boom. It's, it's not a bunch of stuff. And even when he does attack by himself or off the bounce – it's like tonight that he catches the ball on the right wing, jab step, spin away, Nurk comes over, sets yep. the screen, Dane hits him with that same spin away. Spins well, back. Yep. But with Nurk there, he knows it's an empty corner pick and roll. There's no help coming from that side, and he goes into what I call his pet shot. That st- side step, right pull, three. Catch. Yep. And that's the kind of hunting that he's doing now. That is not seven, eight, nine seconds of dribble, screen, rescreen. It's one one move. And it's either that or it's coming off of a screen, off of a pin down, off of a ghost screen, off of a DHO, and just letting it fly. And it's, you're getting a guy who, yes, he's playing heavy minutes, but he's scoring in a manner that has never been more efficient for him. I, I, you know, part of that too, because I've noticed this a little bit this year. I think a big part of that is just trust. Like, this is a mm-hmm. team, like Josh Hart, for example. That's a dude that go out there and get you 15 rebounds. Nobody tries harder on the offensive glass than Josh Hart. You add Jeremy there, you add Nurk there. Like, you've got more quicker, athletic guys out and around him. And where it's like, I feel like in years past, even on some of their good teams in years past, it's dribble, dribble, move, dribble, 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 dribble. It's eight, nine, ten seconds on a shot clock with a heave. And, you know, he's yeah. Dame, so it works. So, but I, yeah. But I think with this team, it's like, I don't need to hesitate. I don't need to take time off the shot clock. Our offense is elite. And, oh, by the way, we might get a second second look at this thing, whether that's me, Ant, Josh, whoever, Jeremy, I mean, how many open looks did Jeremy have tonight? Like, they got him some open looks. So I think the way their offense is structured and the guys that he has around him, I feel like there's just more trust. I I don't know how else to explain going from dribble, 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 killing the shot clock to just shooting in rhythm. That's the big thing. And this is going to sound like I'm throwing shade at at guys that were on this team before. That's not necessarily what I'm doing. it's a different squad. It is. And Dame, when I asked him about this before they went on the road trip, just how things are going. And one of the things he mentioned was 
Ant is like me. He's looking to make the right play. He's not throwing CJ under the bus. He's just saying that Ant's a different style. Mm -hmm. It's more conducive to what they want to do. Ant is not, as much as he gets shots up, and he does, Ant is not a, I, I have to have the ball guy. He wants to make the right play. He was brought up under Dame's wing. Jeremy Grant is like uh, Flex Seal. Slap that shit on anything. He just covers it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, corner three, cool. Mid post, cool. Late shot clock iso, cool. You Yam put a smoke. Yeah. There you go. Slither through the entire defense and dunk, cool. He just, bam. That's, and it's, there's a trust because he just watched Ant get a 40 piece. Mwah. Nothing. Watch Jeremy Grant get a 40 piece. Mwah. Nothing. And did it in, in, in ways and manners that, you aren't going, oh my God, that's the game of his life. You're like, oh shit, he can do that again. He can do that again. I don't have to go get 38. I don't, even though he's getting it right now, it's not because he has to, it's because he is in a groove. You think, do you think Ant cares tonight that he didn't get 40? No. No. They do, you won. Think, do, you, do you think Jeremy cares? No. Do you think Josh cares that he was 207 tonight? No. Everybody is in their role. It's an egoless team right now. And it makes sense. Yeah. That's the the teams of the past five years never made sense. This like and even they're not perfect right now. That's the scary thing. This team has a ton of room to get Mm -hmm. better. And I'm not just talking about internally, I'm talking about them making moves. There's still square peg round hole in some on some spots in this roster. Hundred percent. And one of those guys, Nurk, played really well tonight. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you get your top five plus two off your bench playing well at the same time. You score a buck forty. Like if, if they if they run this thing through the last two nights, they're buck forty. Yeah. I I don't think I'm under or overselling enough. Just how many points one hundred forty is a night? I don't care about your defense at that point. Well, I'm, a- I'm asking in seriousness here, like, outside of last year, because it might have been Ant and Josh Hart when he got the Obama, but mm-hmm. has Dame ever had a pair of teammates when he played? In a- he didn't play in a game that got did what Jeremy and Ant did not that long ago? No. No. So it's just, I, I, I think it just... I think it just goes to what you, what you noted there of... There isn't a night I don't think any of these guys go in the locker room and are pissed their production isn't where they wanted it. Right? Every single team that Dame has been a part of in his career, whether that's coming up with you know some vet guys that can help guide him and kind of show him what it's like to win, to post Lamarcus, every single one, I think in a way speaks to Dame's leadership. How does Dame operate? How does Dame lead? A lot of that stuff is in silence. Like he says some powerful shit, but a lot of the way he leads is more in silence and watch what I'm doing and. Let me help you here on the side. Like he he's the most underrated leader in pro sports. Mm-hmm. I think this is finally a team where makeup wise physically it fits with what his game is. It mm-hmm. fits with what they want to do. And oh, by the way, everybody around them, including their rookie, you just don't get anything. There's no strife with this team. No. Everybody is content and happy. Josh is happy getting 15 rebounds. Jeremy Grant can go get you 40, he can get you 20. 
uh, Ant. Ant fits in so well because Ant's startup to this career was I'm catch and shoot guy. I'm yeah. not handle the rock and dribble, dribble, dribble. I'm going to wait for my look. And so he doesn't mind that now he can dribble. I'll still wait for a look. And when Dame and sits, he gets his eight minutes a night him. to go cook. Yes. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, even though Brandon's saying they're like an egoless team, they're not egoless. That just that they're all their egos are on the same page. Yes, they all have the and, same. And that's and that's, yes. that's very, very, very hard to do. It's not easy. Usually, there's one at least, usually two guys on a team that have ulterior motives. They I mean, have done a great job of getting the right mindset of guys. I, I I don't think there's a better example of what I'm trying to convey. If it's not clear, I don't know if there's a better example than tonight. Trenton Watford gave up an and one from behind the arc. Mm-hmm. It was a four point play for jumped, Shannon. Jumped Ed Vassell. Jumped Vassell. Portland comes down. Some uh, either foul or something happens. Timeout. What did you see when you went to the timeout? When they went to the Trenton Watford. Trenton Watford. My bad. Went to Chauncey and my said, bad. "I I effed that up." And then he waited for all his teammates. Was like, "I'm sorry. That's my bad." Like, it's a team of accountability. And role guys who know what their roles need to be, and when they're not when they're not doing what they need to do, they're holding themselves accountable. That's huge. That Chauncey doesn't have to. I saw somebody in here earlier ask if Chauncey ever gets hyped up. Uh, he seems like a very monotone guy. Watch Chauncey only <laughs> during a game. Chauncey is hyped, especially if Ant does something. Yep. Chauncey and I have that in common. Chauncey said the other day, um, about a week ago pregame I pour into Ant more than any other guy because I feel like that's kind of like my calling is Dame's 32 he doesn't he doesn't need me to pour into him yeah Shay's still young like it's he's gonna have that that time he goes with Ant yeah I feel my I I feel like that's my calling that's I want to I want to be there I want to pour into him the most because there is a feeling around the Blazers and uh, the Ringer put out their piece. Well, we can talk about that a little bit here in a minute, uh, where they rank the top 100 players currently in the NBA, and it's an adjustment since the beginning of the season. And Ant came in at 58. But what I thought was interesting is that whoever wrote the blurb, I think it was Michael Pina, in talking about Ant, he's one of the first national writers I've heard use the S word. Star. And he actually called him he, the potential for a superstar offensively. Because of what people have seen. I think they said he's got a nasty layup package. He's one of the best catch-and-shoot off-the-dribble three-point shooters in the league. Developing as a playmaker. Da, da, da. I genuinely believe Chauncey and Joe believe that Anthony Simons is an offensive superstar. And that's why they are pouring into him the way that they are. Because he's 23 years old and he's showing you he's capable of doing stuff that 10 guys in the league, 12 guys in the league can do. Yeah. So that's my, my little note on that as far as the, the Chauncey Ant relationship. Oh. And Chauncey in general, like his his hypeness, it's there. But if Ant does something especially, he he gets a little proud Papa moment. There's, there's look, I, I'll be honest with you straight up. I hate this stuff. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I think it does a disservice to certain players because mm-hmm. in two weeks that list is different. Certainly. I don't really have a lot to comment on that list other than to say – there ain't 58 players that 
these teams would take over Anthony Simons. No, it. I th- the interesting thing that I thought about it was uh, the grouping of players that we all kind of talked about this summer that all got their deals. Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson, Anthony Simons, Tyler Harrow, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Jalen Brunson was the only one rated above Ant, and it was seven spots. And Jordan Jalen Brunson's having a good year. Great but year. Aren't very good. No, I. Jalen Brunson I, is a better creator, not a better scorer. He's a better pro right now. This time next year, Ant should clear him. Easily. Well, because Jalen got to start alongside Luca, that that yes. helps a whole lot. That, that you know, experience wise, and I'm not saying Ant would make the Knicks like some serious contender. I'm just saying like, I, I think of those four guys, Ant might be the number one pick. Oh, those yeah, no, there's no doubt in my mind. He's the youngest and the and the cheapest, and he's the. Well, I mean, if you were to take contracts aside, Brunson, Pool, Hero, Ant. Oh, the, you're taking Simons every time. I, I think Ant is close to one, if not one. Ant, I really do. Ant has the one skill that surpasses all of them as a shooter. And that, none of them are so good as a creator to kind of surpass that. Yeah. Um, this, this is a question I, I think. Uh, Corey says, my thing is if Ant reaches his max potential, what is he? Another Jordan Poole. I think I'd rather have a two-way guard like a Lowry of Van Vliet. Um, Ant is already better than Jordan Poole. Ant reaches his potential. He's basically better shooting, less playmaker-y Damian Lillard. That's that's what they when I say offensive superstar, I mean a guy who averages 28 or 30 a night. Also bigger, by the way. And more athletic. Yeah. Like I know that I'm the ant guy and everybody takes everything with kind of a grain of salt. People are starting to talk about ant as a potential offensive superstar in the league. It's they're noticing. Mm-hmm. And as much as people want a two-way guy this that or the other Every GM in the league is going to take the guy that can get you a bucket every time down the floor. Yeah. And that's what Anthony Simons is turning into. But that's a, that's a lot more ant talk than I was actually wanting to go in here. <laughs> um, the Blazers take care of the Spurs. They get a little sideways tonight, 24-32 uh, to in the third quarter. They lock things down. The starters come back in. I'm sure Chauncey didn't want to be able to do it. But there's some key notes that I thought tonight that were, were, were good for the Blazers. 56 points in the paint, so they cleared their 50 points in the paint. 16 second chance points. That's good. The problem here is, is the Spurs had 18 because the Blazers gave up 14 offensive rebounds without Jakob Pertl on the floor. Yeah, that that's, that's I mean, Chauncey, that, I think tonight was kind of perfect for Chauncey because they got to feel good again offensively. But he he's also has a, some stuff to check on the Fox. He's got a gang of tape that he's going <laughs> to run to these guys like, yo. You cannot play this shitty again. Yeah, you you can't do this against Dallas. That Dallas, Dallas, because the, no, you can't do that. No, the opportunities you're giving there are, are not great. Um, what's interesting here is with those offensive rebounds, the Spurs took 97 shots. The Blazers took 81, and it wasn't like this thing where the Blazers took a truckload of free throws. Mm-hmm. The Spurs actually took 16 more shots and two more free throws. Which is really weird. Usually, when it's that skewed, some team got thirty free throws, the other one got four. But well, the yeah, the Blazers still hit more shots. The Blazers hit forty nine. The Spurs hit forty five. The Blazers hit eighteen threes. The Spurs eleven. I that was going to say what, that. Yeah. yeah, that was the difference. Was Blaze Portland shot eleven more threes and they hit at a forty percent clip. Yeah, forty threes tonight, which is I that might you know what. Season uh, that season might be a season high. It's gonna be close, but it, they were hitting them. You're shooting forty five percent. You should shoot them. Yes, and I, I don't want them to Come rely on. on it because here's the thing: they did still get fifty six points in the paint. Yeah, 
Uh, it helps if I spell threes right. Most threes in the game this year, Trailblazers. Run the, run the query. Uh, the most they've made is 21. Most attempted. Ah, there's two other games. Uh, Minnesota the other night, they had 46 yeah. and 42 against Utah. Oh, when Dame had 11? Yep. Yeah. So, there you go. No, no, no. The, other, the earlier Utah game, the one they lost. No, no, no. I was thinking the Minnesota game. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, 46-42. So, it was uh, uh, third highest. Mm. But, yeah, they're, they're getting them up. Yeah. Early in the season, they were at like 25, 28. And I was like, mm, 35? Yeah, with that team, you got to be shooting more threes than that. <laughs> like, Ant's going to take 10. Dame's going to take close to 10. That's 20 a night right away. Dame's taking like 13, 14, 15 right now. Over the stretch. But, I mean, like, yeah. you should be able to chalk those two up for 20. They took 21 sure. tonight. Sure. Jeremy's five. So that's 25. Got Nurk one. Shaden two. Josh three, like it's very easy to get to like 34, 35 very quickly sure. on any given night. So, um, but like you said, there's a lot of stuff for Chauncey to go look at. There, there's, there's, there's some correctable things on here. Um, what's interesting is, did it feel like a game where the Blazers had 20 fouls? And I'm not talking uh, about the officiating, I'm just in general. You know what? I, I actually did, yeah. Because I thought some of the officials were pretty... I thought some of those calls were trash. And also, they called like four or five fouls in the last two minutes. Like, just let they the did, game They end. did stack some up, huh? But I was just they saying in general, I, I, I thought for the most part they defended without fouling really well tonight. Oh, I thought they had a lot of really good defensive possessions. I just think they broke down in the third quarter. But the fouls... Like underrated added up for me, especially in the, like I I I'm so bothered when refs know a game is over and you're still going like we had a foul with 16 seconds left. Yeah, let, let it let, let it go. Let, 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 let it that go. go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> um, overall though, you know what I you know what I didn't notice at the very end of the game. Uh, Blazers yeah. legend Stanley Johnson getting on the floor. I just I can't I don't really have that many complaints tonight defensively. You weren't perfect. You had a bad third quarter. I understand the it, crowd that's like, hey. It happens against bad teams. It sure. does. And, and and I think it's going to happen against better teams. This is clearly who they're going to be. They're going to be a little hot and a little cold. Uh, it's the turnovers. Cut your turnovers yeah, down. That's the thing that bothered me, too. Be better with the ball. Other than that, great game. Like, you, you start a six-game road trip. You're 20, you're off. 26 assists. You shot 45% from behind the arc. Like You, you shot 61% from the field. I mean, it's unbelievable. So it's 78 yeah, really points from your top three. Like it, I don't have a lot of complaints to be no, honest with you. No, let's look ahead. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers take on the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. Ooh, this who are getting the, their ass kicked right now, by the way. Yes. Uh, the Blazers came down to the wire against the Mavericks and Luca, who had a ball game against yeah. them. Uh, Chauncey Billups tried Josh Hart for long stretches tried Jeremy Grant down the stretch. Yep. Uh, one of the things he mentioned when they got home, I asked him about their defensive coverage. I said, how come you didn't look to double-team them? Why, why, why not throw that look at them? And it was at the end of that road trip. It was the second to last game, remember? It was game five, a six-game trip, six games in nine days. They hadn't practiced in no kidding two weeks at that point in time. Yeah. And Chauncey said, I wasn't comfortable enough 
deploying a hyper-aggressive scheme against Luka Doncic with it being so long since we'd actually... not walk, they'll, they'll walk through this stuff in the hotel ballroom. But he didn't get a chance to practice it, to really drill it. Because yeah. the thing about doubling Luka Doncic or LeBron James or Nikola Jokic, you are going to get your ass kicked if you do not execute. You were, get, you were handing them points mm-hmm. if you were not on a string when you double those guys. Those premier playmakers that are 6'8 or taller that look over your defense and if they see it coming, you are going to get shredded. And you can say, well, Luka was killing them anyways. What's the difference? Luka hitting tough shots is the best defense that you can play at that point if you're not comfortable throwing a double. Because he will put the ball in somebody's hands wide open under the rim. Yeah. And then it's a dunk. And that's a worse play. Well, I, I think I'm, – so I just brought up their box score against Cleveland tonight. I saw their Milwaukee game. They're they're in a real struggle bus right now. This is mm-hmm. this is a, not a team that's playing with basketball right now. And outside of Luka, I mean, Christian Wood coming off the bench gives them 20. Outside of that, they got nothing. Didn't what he was awful tonight. Uh, Hardaway, Finney Smith combined for 10 points. Like Bertans gives them just two. Like remember when Bertans got there and suddenly got, like had well, this resurgence and for a couple couple weeks and then everybody remembered who he was. Yeah, and then he came out cr- crashing down to earth. I think overall, like this is a really good opportunity for them, especially coming off this kind of a win. Dallas, they're catching Dallas at the right time. Is Luca gonna torch you? I mean, yeah, but if if he's relying on you know Finney Smith and Hardaway right now, I I, I don't know how much you can rely on that. So I think this is an interesting. You know, this is an interesting matchup for them, Danny, because defensively, they have not been playing great basketball on that end. He's called spade a spade, but you're facing an offense that's not playing good either. So this is like kind of one of those one's going to break the other. I think Luca's going to Luca could always Luca could always get right. Sure, but Luca could score forty five, and you can still beat this team by double digits. That's the kind of basketball they're playing right now. So I they're I'm very excited for the matchup. They're very Minnesota Timberwolves right now. Very. They're very Timberwolvy in the sense of they should be better, but they're not. They're a poorly constructed team letting... Should they be better? I don't know if they should. I don't think that roster is that great. Yes, Tim Hardaway should be better than one of five, and Dorian Finney-Smith should be better than two of eight. Like This is their starters' numbers tonight. Tim Hardaway Jr., one of five in 31 minutes. Dorian Finney-Smith, two of eight in 25 minutes. Dwight Powell, one of two in 12 minutes. Spencer Dinwiddie, four of eight... In 32 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is your starting lineup. And then off the bench, you have Christian Wood at 7 of 14. And Reggie Bullock at 4 of 6. Like, That's it. They took 74 shots tonight. Man, that pace of this game was played in the mud. Jesus. Well, yeah, Cleveland got them down in the style of basketball they wanted. Yeah, 105-90. Yeah, they, did, they grinded them into a halt. Ugh. Yeah, that's a, oof, that's a throwback game. But... Luca's nine of twenty three. He's two of eight from three. For, he foul merchanted his way. Ten of eleven for the free throw line. Still puts yeah. up thirty five and six. Like he he does what he does. But I mean, you look at their plus minuses tonight. I mean, minus thirty for Dinwiddie. They were wolf. I mean, it's Dinwiddie was a minus thirty. Woof. Which means they got crushed in the non Luca minutes because he's the secondary ball handler that takes over when Luca goes out. And Luca yeah. played forty bleeping minutes. All of this to say is this team, this Dallas team, can still kick the shit out of this Blazers team. <laughs> well, they, they, well, they definitely could. I mean, maybe they're prone to, or they're in a situation right now where they're going to break out of a slump. But. Back against the wall at home. Yeah, I can. 
I, I know what you're saying. I and I and I mostly agree. I mostly agree. But big wings have been a problem for Portland. Always as, been as a, good yeah. as Jeremy has been. They have not listen. Solving Luca is not really a thing. No. But I think this might be the game where you don't double. I you, don't want him to double. As I'm saying, I, I don't. Let him I, go I, get 45. I think you, you stay at home on guys. Because remember, what beat them was Dinwiddie going six of eight from three. Yes. That's what beat them in that game. Mm-hmm. So single cover, don't help. Live with it. Use the game plan that you used against the Nuggets in the playoffs that was working well before Nurk decided to take a flamethrower to it. Right. And you trust that your guys at home can win for you. I think that's I think that's the way. It sucks. Whoever whoever draws the loop you switch up who's on Luca. Justice, Josh, Jeremy. The the Jays. You only do that for self esteem reasons. Yeah, because you don't want one guy taking forty on the chin. No, no, nobody wants that. That's not like a good with thing. Jokic. Nurk was the sacrificial lamb. Like, sorry, dog, you're seven foot, three hundred pounds. You're the only one we got. Yeah, Drew. Drew got thrown on him a couple times. Like, Ugh. let's not. That ain't Listen, happening. love Drew, and again, let's yeah. give a quick shout out to Drew, who continues to finish everything around the rim. He has one of the highest finishing rates in the league around the rim right now. Continues to dunk everything at every opportunity. I love him for it. Um. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I like where, where he's at and where he's sitting. You got very spicy and said the Blazers could very much and very easily win all six games on this road trip, which would put the Blazers in a tremendous spot. Well, they're the fourth seed right now. I'm saying, if, if so they're 16-12 and 12 right now. That would put them at 21-12. and 12. Yep. You're talking about two or three in the West at that point in time? In your nine games over five hundred, so to be fair, at Christmas, Denver, Denver at the end of the trip is the brutal one. Yeah, game Dallas, six at elevation, yeah. and and Dallas is not going to be a walk in the park. They're going to be desperate, but if you get past Dallas, I know Oklahoma City back to back. I think we played that schedule game. I think I had them losing. I, I didn't. No, I, I no. You took them winning both. I, I had took them winning splitting. both. Yeah, yeah, and I think it, I had them it's splitting. It's so against hard Minnesota. to win those games. It is, but. Man, they played even better in their second game against Minnesota than they did their first. Minnesota rolled over. The thing with OKC is I don't think I think because they're so young, I don't think that's sure. a ro- I don't think that's a rollover team. I don't either. And Shea's given business to everybody this year. But you got Shea, Houston. Shea's a top oh, ten player. Oh, Shea's been unbelievable. Um, they're gonna get even more picks for that dude. But you got <laughs> Oklahoma City, Houston, Dallas is winnable, and then you just see what happens. Denver's always a good game. It doesn't matter. It's always a good game. Six a six game win streak. I mean, holy hell, man! To put them in the two three spot, going into Christmas, that was the barometer. And you could be nine games above five hundred if you do that. Nine games above five hundred. Nine times. Nine. Nine times. I just saw somebody pop up. Who are the Nuggets playing right now? Uh, Denver. Denver is playing. It just went final against Washington. the Wizards. Washington, yeah. This is totally unrelated, but this is one of the most obscene stats I've ever seen. How Hold on, with, I... without looking? Yeah. How many points did they score in the paint? Oh, they scored one forty-one. I'm gonna say 
60? Mm-mm. Points in the paint. Oh, my God. I just saw it. Holy hell. 98 points in the paint. Jokic Jesus. had to have gotten close 43 in the paint. Those how that 43 has to be all in the paint. Let's see his box score real quick. Jokic. He shot two. No threes. threes. He got, he no got threes. all his points in the paint. Seven, he was 17. Woo! He was 17 of 19. No, 17 of 18. 20. No, 17 of 20. No, but that's that's with threes. Oh, with He's threes. 17 yeah. of 18 on twos. <laughs> Buddy. Oh, my God. That is getting destroyed in the paint. Ooh, oh buddy. I mean, Taj Gibson was playing center. And then, Taj Gibson and Kyle Kuzma, your two tallest players. Like, yeah, that's, that's rough, rough, man, because they had no Gafford and no KP. Yeah. Yep. Oof. No, they had Gafford. Gafford played. Oh, you're right. He did. He played 26 minutes. He came off the bench. Why did they start Taj? Sacrificial weird, lamb? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what that is. 98 points in the paint. Jesus. Yeah, they hit four threes. They scored 141 points with 12 of it from threes. Yeah. My goodness. My goodness. Huh. All right. Um, quick uh, update. I, I hinted at the Jeremy Grant video. I've got three different videos that I'm working on, and I'm debating on how to release them to you guys. So I'm going to kind of leave this up to you. Would you guys like a live show like this, perhaps tomorrow? Where I, instead of seeing my fat, ugly face, you see all of the clips that I've compiled. And we go over coverages and what they did or didn't do. And it'll be around Jeremy Grant, but the defense as a whole. Uh, to kind of understand where that's at. Is that If that's something you guys would like to do, tweet at me or leave me a comment uh, here in the video. Um, not right now, when after it's over, so I can go back here later tonight. And I'll take a look at how I want to do it. It's either that or I'll do it on like a watch playback and open it up for everybody to come in and do it that way. But I want to do more stuff that I did to get started, which was yeah. significantly heavier on the basketball side of things. Right. As much as I do radio and commentary and all the stuff at the top, I, the stuff that I really want to do is help educate and understand what's going on behind stuff. The why of... Well, is that Nurk's fault? Is that Jeremy's fault? What what should I be watching for? Um, that I I, re- I want to do more of that. And now that I've, I'm I'm feeling better, um, I want to do that before I dive into the surgery coming up here in a bit. So, um, judging by the reaction, it seems like everybody kind of wants that to happen tomorrow. So, um, that's probably what I'll aim for. And then we'll kind of. Uh, grind out a, a little bit more on that. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll build some more around that coming forward. Um, I still have the Gary Payton video. I didn't release it once we knew that he wasn't going to be healthy. So it's like, it's sitting there. Like, I think I said it was like 98% done. Um, yeah. I will release that the second Gary comes back. <laughs> Cause it seemed kind of weird. To be like, Hey, here's Gary. And then not watch him for two months. So two weeks, two weeks. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I've started asking around as of, uh, let's see three in three and a half hours. Most of the NBA is eligibly traded. There we go. Doesn't mean it's going to happen right away. Um, it's 
but expect some. I would expect one or two trades in the next two weeks. Not from Portland, in the league, in the league. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll go around uh, as we get closer to po- like probably following Christmas. I'll start digging in more because that's really when stuff starts to pick up. Everybody mm-hmm. comes kind of comes back from the holidays, from back from New Year's. Then we kind of understand where we're at. Um, oh. As far as a watch party on Friday, if there is one, that one is up in the air. I will let you guys know what's going on with that. I will coordinate with Brandon, or perhaps we might have a guest come in for that one. Uh, Other than that, everybody, thank you so, so much. We appreciate you. Like, rate, review, subscribe. All of the things. You know what to do. If you're watching live or on the replay, please click subscribe. Share us with your friends. Share us with your family. The biggest thing ever is just share us. Let people know that we're out there. Let people know that you enjoy us. Love us, hate us, whatever it is. Uh, As long as you download it, um, I don't care. No, that's not true. I do care. Um, but I do care if you download it. That's for sure. It pays more. Uh, you can find us on social media at Danny Morang, at Brandon Sprague, at Jack Ramsey's. You can email the show, jackdramsey's at gmail.com. You can find Brandon every morning from 6 to 9 with his co-host, Andy Dirt Johnson, 1080 The Fan. You can find me at my co-host, Dusty Hera, at noon to 3 at 1080 The Fan. That is if we're on air. Yeah, that, that sucked today. Well, it did and it didn't. Uh, I've had that happen to me. It sucks. It's really fun to be mid... mid uh, Mid-segment and be like, are we on Mid-segment. air? Mid-segment, yeah, yeah. And there's, no, and, it, and there's nothing our engineers can do about it because it's somebody somewhere short-circuiting something on the other side of the country. That has happened to me at least seven times. Yeah, it's good times. You're just talking and someone's like, hey, I, you guys aren't on air anymore. I'm like, cool, I just gave you a good four-minute rant. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> it's always, it's never like, as you're going to break. It's always, no. It's you, always you're, right giving the, you're, you're, giving the, you're giving the goods. Giving the goods. Um but other than that, that's a very little bit inside baseball. But uh, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful night. Uh, take care. Make sure you get your holiday shopping soon. done soon uh, until tomorrow. You guys have a wonderful night. Take care. Talk soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.